Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Saturdays on the coast. We're coming to you live from West Track. It's the Robson Civil Project's open day and really enjoying it here north of Newcastle and uh, let's go live to the UK now I've been looking forward to this all morning and it's the coach of the Jellaroos Brad Donald good morning mate or good evening to you I, I think you said you're about to nod off in the UK yeah mate last night before the the final tomorrow uh, yeah so uh, hopefully get a good night's sleep tonight and, and get the job done tomorrow is the plan yeah, we've loved watching you from afar and your toughest game so far against New Zealand and you're on a collision course again this weekend and the game to be played at one of the greatest grounds in the world, Old Trafford. Yeah, it is. And, and look, what an impact that had on the team yesterday when we went out to, to spend some time there and we got half an hour on the pitch. It's a, an amazing uh, spectacle just, be, just being out there. So um, the girls are pumped. Uh, we had our, our final captain's run today, which went really, really well. And um, they can't wait, to be honest, mate. Um, get out there and, um, you know, the first women's rugby league game to ever take place on, on Old Trafford Oval. So they're, uh, they're, they're really looking forward to it. Yeah, so it's been a, a good uh, tournament so far for you, Brad. So 10-8 in the pool game against New Zealand. There's a few changes. I know you've announced your squad for the final. Uh, a few changes from the last time you played them? Yeah, we pretty much just got the the one change. One of the one of the great things we've been able to do, we've got a really strong twenty four. Um, you know, everybody's played at least two games. Some of the girls that aren't playing are playing three games. And what that did was it, it actually gave us the opportunity to to rest seven out of our players in in the in the uh, semi final. So um, the real the the only real change from last um, game is that we'll have uh, Varney Politi playing on the wing instead of Jamie Chapman, who's been outstanding as the youngest player here at the at the tournament. Um, but yeah, on the on, on the game, I, I know we, we we defended really really well and um, we were we were quite poor with our attack, made 17 mistakes. So we know we can be a whole lot better. So we're we're hoping it's not as you know it's a it's a much um, you know it's a much better performance tomorrow. Hey, Brad, uh, the superstar Isabel Kelly is in the team, of course, uh, from the Central Coast. And also, not in the team, but also part of the touring squad, Olivia Koenig, who we're all incredibly proud of. Could you talk about her performance at the World Cup? Oh, look, she's another one. She played three games. So, you know, she could have easily have been in the, in the side. Um, I think, you know, just the, it shows the depth of the game that we've got in Australia when two of the players that didn't originally even get picked for the squad of 24 are playing in the final. So um, there's been a lot that's gone into, you know, how much, how many minutes these players have played, their injuries. So um, Olivia is, is a terrific young lady. Um, one of the things that we have around the, around the jersey is you can be a great player, but if you're not a good character, you, you know, you won't get the chance to wear the jersey. But, um, Wow. What an amazing young lady, just like just like Izzy um, and and the rest of the team. Um, she'll wear the jumper for for a long time. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Kezi Apps, um, but ten years ago. So um, it's, it's a fair wrap on 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 Olivia. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gary and I, this morning, we read with interest that all of the Gillaroos had to reach out to a former Gillaroo to find out what it meant to them to wear the jumper. Can you elaborate on that story for us? Yeah, sure, mate. Just one, one of the things that, you know, I've been around the, the team for a very long time in the women's game for, for, for 10, of, 10 of the years. And um, I just think it's really, really important that those those ladies at the moment stand on the on the shoulders of, of some giants. There's some ladies that sold cars and they're just so... They're actually... A lot of them are really, really big fans of the ladies now. They don't... They, they don't resent at all the fact that, you know, they now get paid, they get business class flights to the UK and I just thought it would be a really humbling experience for them to, to chat to someone and, and, you know, we shed a few tears over, over some of the stories because um, it's really, really important to know where you're from so you can live in the moment and you can make sure you hand the jersey over in a better place. So that's really the thinking behind it, mate. Yeah, g'day, Brad. The... the the, I suppose one of the joys of, of going away as a, as a team is that you take a, a squad of 24, you mentioned, and there's always some players who really, really excel throughout the, the, the time that you're away. So can you name some of those players who've really probably not so much exceeded your expectations? Because you're, you're, you'd be having high expectations for, for them anyway, but have really, really come along well on this tour. Yeah, look, when you take away a bunch of superstars, it's hard to single some out, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, I, I think, um, <laughs> you know, like Emma Tonegato, she's she's a superstar. She's a superstar in rugby. She's been a superstar with the Dragons. She's a Dalian medalist. I played her at fullback, hooker and lock. She's never played those two positions before, yet she's playing it on the world stage and she's ended up with a couple of player of the match performances. Um, Taryn Aiken was named yesterday in the World World Team, which was the best of the wheelchair, the best of the men and the females. She's been absolutely terrific. Some of the players like Jamie Chapman who might not be in the final, you know, she, she scored a hat-trick earlier in the, in the piece and scored a number of tries and, you know, we'll have a highlights package um, Longer than you know, most of us have ever had in our career. So these are there are even some players that, that aren't in the in the final squad. So, but they they've all been impressive, really, really mature young ladies who have done a great job. You should just see that you know they've got such a, a cult following everywhere they go, just because of the interactions they have with people on the street or in the hotel. They're just a, a great bunch. Uh, Brad, give us your thoughts on this New Zealand team and where you think their firepower is. I mean, just taking a look at their team list, their forward pack, obviously. They've got some size there and power and skill. But give us your breakdown of how you think the game's going to play out. It'll be tough. It'll be really tough, and especially the first 20 minutes. Um, you know, we're, just, we're banking on them being... They'll be a bit more fatigued than us because they've had a... A lot of their players have played all five games. We've at least, you know, the majority of our players in the in the final squad have played three, and a couple have played only played four. And like I said, seven of them are fresh. We've really got to get through the first 20 minutes. They'll stick it to us. They were a lot quicker than us in the ruck um, in the last game, which sort of they slowed the game right down, and that played into their hands. So we're we're looking to do some things around there and. I think our girls, um, 
they got a bit clunky when we didn't score. We were so used to scoring in those those um, those first couple of games that um, they'll be a lot more patient tomorrow. And um, yeah, and we're going to need all 80 minutes to to win it. But um, I I think uh, we've certainly we, we definitely have the um, we definitely have the talent and we definitely have the desire to win it on the 80th minute. Hey Brad, take us inside the mindset of a coach. You've probably dreamt about this moment ever since you won it last time in Brisbane, but everything's been geared toward this moment in the UK. Uh, just give us your thoughts and, and about your mindset as well. Yeah, look, one of the things I love to do is visualise and get the team to, to buy into the vision. And um, a couple of years ago, we met on the Gold Coast and we had a big picture of Old Trafford as a stadium on the on the wall, and and I was just I just got him to start thinking about it, and I said, look, you know, guys, nineteenth of November. It was actually a different date last year. I can't remember what, what <laughs> date it was. It was meant to be. I think it was, I think it was meant to be the the twenty seventh of November, to be honest, um, in twenty twenty one. But when it got pushed back, so we're talking about it. So we're saying, imagine how cold it's going to be. Imagine the dreary weather in in the north of England and. You know, yesterday when we when we went out onto on the Old Trafford, we actually you know at the end of the training session we got in a group and we all linked arms and and we and we took a moment and there was 15 of those players that remember, remember that conversation. It started raining, it was bloody cold, and um, and it was just it was just a really good it was really good you know like just building that dream and that vision. Um, and to be standing there, you know, we've still got a job to do tomorrow, but, um, you know, we're, we're three quarters of the way through. Just one thing on Old Trafford, and also a lot of the other grounds over there, Brad, is that because they're actually played on a lot of, a lot of them are actually on, on soccer pitches there, and the, and the dimensions aren't, as, aren't the same as what you play on over here, does that make a big difference in, in the way that the game is played? It certainly makes a difference in terms of, yeah, I think um, you know we, we we've run the ball on the on the on the last tackle a lot if we've been in good field position. Um, it's tricky. It's a it's a really tricky in goal to kick to because uh, and Old Trafford looks smaller than what we're playing on at York and, and it rolls away quite quickly. The soccer grounds don't allow you to have more than I think five or six meters of in goal. So um, yeah, we definitely changed our, our our kicking game a fair bit, um, and that's that's probably and, and run the ball on the last a bit. But but outside of that, um, yeah, everything else is is pretty much the same, mate. Hey Brad, when you came on my podcast, the Perfect Ten, you mentioned about the way that women's professional sport is is viewed in the UK. What differences have you noticed since you've been over there? Yeah, well, look, I, I, know, I definitely know that um, I actually had a, the, the English coach resigned after his press conference and the new, the new English coach came in today with somebody who does my role at the NRL and, and we're discussing this today. And they in rugby league, they need a, a bit of a hand and a bit of a push and they were just saying that their female sport is funded really, really well by the government here in, in, um, in the UK through their lottery. Um, but that's the only investment that rugby league gets. Um, so it's time for them to start in, investing in the game. But they were talking about all of the other women's sports and how um, they've got a, they've actually got a, a like a, a 15s rugby scene here, which is professional, um, which is great for for rugby league as well because there's a number of girls that can cross over. And when the Super League gets a, a little bit um, more status, they seem to think that they'll 
they'll see a lot more of those those players come across and they'll be ready to play in big games like this. So there's definitely investment in women's sport here, and um, and um, you know we'll, we'll give the we'll give the English a little bit of a hand, not too much of a hand because it's only three years until we uh, play again in in, in uh, France. Yeah, Brad. Uh, tomorrow morning is it's a brutal time slot for Australian viewers. The men's game is at three a.m. Uh, have you had much to do with Mal and? What's the feeling like taking on Samoa? And what a win they had last week against England, 27-26. What a game that'll be. What a moment for International Rugby League. Yeah, anyone that knows Mal knows he's a true internationalist as well. And, um, yeah, spent a bit of time with him um, since we've come across to to Manchester. And, uh, you know, like he's been asked that question a number of times and and uh, it is great. You know, we want to see the international game flourish. It's, um, there's, great, there's a great opportunity for us to get rugby league seen in, in many more countries. And I think as the World Cup gets bigger and more people will watch their local heroes from these emerging nations play in the NRL, and it's only a good thing for our sport. So, um, yeah, the big fella, he was, he was, uh, it was a little bit weary because it's been a long... It's been a long uh, it's been a long campaign in the cold up here, but uh, he's, he's definitely looking forward to playing against Samoa tomorrow. And, um, yeah, we're, we're both pretty happy with where we're at with, with both of our teams. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Not sure whether it's filtered back to you in the UK, but there's been so much debate back home over whether Nathan Cleary or Daly Cherry Evans wears the seven jumper. But, mate, we'll let you get some beauty sleep. Uh, best Best wishes... Let's hope you can do it again. Congratulations on everything you've achieved so far and good luck in the Rugby League Women's World Cup Grand Final at Old Trafford. Brad Donald, thanks for your time. Thanks very much, Steve, and thanks, Gary. Appreciate your time.